This is the Jazz Man Keith G of Soul Jazzy Radio. You're now tuned in to the queen of product, service, and information all across the globe, Cassie Talk. And if you want to drop her a line, reach her at CassandraPT at gmail.com. That's CassandraPT at gmail.com. Now here's our great host, Cassandra. This is the Jazz Man KG of Soul Jazz Radio. You're now tuned in to the queen of product, service, and information all across the globe, Cassie Talk. And if you want to drop her a line, reach her at Cassandra, PT, at gmail.com. That's Cassandra, PT, at gmail.com. Now here's our great host, Cassandra. Hello, Erica. How are you doing today? I am doing well. How are you? Very good. We have Erica, wife, mother, daughter, sister, friend, and businesswoman. She has a BA in psychology, a MA in human resources, and have a passion for people. And also, I must say, she is a stag for life. Yeah, she is from McKinsey, yes. and so am I. Okay, Erica, let's talk about human resources. Okay, you ready? I have some questions yes. for you. First of all, <laughs> thank you. First of all, what is human resources? Okay, good question. I typically get that a lot. So, uh, and just as like a, a caveat, most people think human resources is pretty much like the beginning and end, meaning hiring and firing. And even though those are components of it, it that that does it's clearly not the whole gamut of what uh, human resources is. So basically, in a nutshell, human resources or human resource management uh, basically describes its management and development of employees and organizations. So um, when you think of employee relations, that's a part of human resources. When you think of benefits, that's a part of human resources. Talent management, talent um talent acquisition or the operational side, those are all uh, components of human resources. Uh, so bottom line, human resources deals with employee relations and it's uh, strategically focused around those different components on how to make an organization grow, how to retain talent, uh, so on and so forth. Oh, wow. How long have you been in, uh, involved in human resources? I have been in human resources for over 10 years. Ooh, okay. 10 years. Okay. I, I started out in benefits. Oh, wow. Okay. So um, does your psychology background help you with re human resources? Yes, definitely. Having the background in psychology has helped me tremendously throughout my career. Um, and honestly, and just, kind of like the backtrack 
So I stumbled, I stumbled in, in HR. I was doing a um, temp. I was doing a temp job for, for benefits, working for Ford. And, you know, as I stated, benefits is a part of HR. Um, that's how I, you know, pretty much got the opportunity and kind of stumbled. I always say HR chose me. I didn't choose HR because I was so gung-ho on going into psychology. I was like, oh, I'm going to be a psychologist. I'm going to be a psychiatrist. Like, I was, like, really just focused, and that was the thought process. Well, obviously, it didn't end up that way. But um, once I got into sector, we understood what it was. I really, I figured it out. Like, it was kind of like an aha moment. Like, you know what? This is a form of psychology. When you think about psychology, what is, what is it? It's like the study of the mind. You're dealing with people. You have to make logical choices. It's the same type of thing. So I correlate psychology strongly to employee relations because they both deal with, with the same thing, which is dealing with people oh. and behavior. Oh, gosh. Okay. That's good that you have a background in psychology because, I mean, you can kind of, having that background, you can kind of feel and read people as you go through your day, even hiring and coming up with strategic plans and, you know, just being a consultant. It, it That's good that you have that background. Okay, Erica, right now, we are in the middle of a pandemic. So many people's life has changed. Right now, we have people that have gone from full-time to part-time. They have been laid off. Some people just have, they just lost a job, and they have no idea if they're ever going to get a job. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and some people just have no idea which way to go or who to talk to. How do you feel that, you know, how can they reinvent themselves at this point in time? That's a really good question. I know a lot of people um, are struggling given this current situation. And honestly, it's just, this is for some people, even including myself, it's a un, this has been a very unrealistic new normal. And I really think that in this time, what I can say about this pandemic, it has forced a lot of people to deal with a lot of different issues, whether that's, you know, personal or non-personal, work-related, or whatever the case may be. But in the midst of going through this, you can really take the time to really focus on your goals. Um, Maybe there's um, something that you may have started previously and because of other obligations that kind of stopped you in your track well now in this during this time let's break out our book let's kind of write down some goals let's talk about some things that we really wanted to do so um i use my i have a friend for example she's um she's a beautician a hair beautician and she braids from time to time so with this given pandemic it kind of you know put her in her stopped her in her track so currently she's not um doing here because of social distancing and things of that nature but she's like okay let me find out a different way to kind of reinvent myself I can't get money this way what can I do wow okay I do hair but hmm let me look at the, the operational side of it meaning um suppliers how can I you know how can I provide people with the different supplies that they may need um how 
let me look into some, some vendors or things of that nature. So what she's done is she's uh, she's created her own online beauty supply store. So, mm. you know, she's able to draw additional income from that. You know, she's able to still pay her bills, put, you know, put food on the table and keep her and her kids um, and keep her and her kids together during the time. So, I mean, I would just really encourage people to kind of look at the different things that you want to do. There's plenty of um, work from home opportunities. There's so many things out there. Use this time to really focus on the business. Get a plan, you know, and, and put and put the wheels in motion. Oh, yes. I, I totally agree because I started a podcast. Set everything See? up. <laughs> You know, because it's something I've always wanted to do, but I just never took the steps to do it. So I totally agree with you. So in saying all that, so do you think this is a good time for a person to start thinking about reinventing themselves and, and you know, um, you know, just get out there and just start and just take that leap of faith? faith? Do you think this is a good time? Most definitely. There's never a right time, honestly, in my opinion, but I feel like there are certain situations that, you know, will force you into the unknown, which will result in you, you know, making those those steps that you may not have thought to take before. Mm-hmm. So you can always, one thing I always tell people, you are never too old to reinvent yourself. Things are changing. People fall in and out of love with different career paths and you know there's certain things that may change the trajectory of what you would normally do but yeah like there's never a, there's never not a long time to reinvent yourself and I think this pandemic um is definitely um a, a, a really good time or a, a vital time to really take that leap and to look into some different things that, that you're able to do I really feel like there's a lot of businesses uh, self uh, businesses that are going to come out of this, and there's also people who, you know, maybe deciding. Like, I'll give you an example. So, um, I belong to an HR group, and honestly, there are a few people that, because of this pandemic alone, have decided not to further pursue HR after you know we after we've overcome this and people are starting to come back in the office. So a lot of people are making career changes and that's fine. Some things may not work for you. Like I said, this pandemic has really forced people to kind of look at what works for them and what doesn't work for them. So you're, it's never too late to reinvent yourself. I, I try to reinvent myself as much as possible. Mm, okay. Okay. So as a human resource specialist, what do you look for in a possible employee? Good question. Um, what I look for is I'm really big on skills, skill set. And skill set is very important because obviously you have to be able um, to perform the job. But there's a such thing such as soft skills and hard skills, and there's also transferable skills. So um, alone, and, and again, by me dealing with different different managers and partnering with the business, those are a lot of things that they're looking for. So just some examples of soft skills, uh, communication. Clearly, we want you to, to know how to talk and speak well. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so communication is definitely an important uh, soft skill to have. Um, people, um, people skills. You know, how well are you? Do you interact with people? Are you a people person? Depending on the job, problem solving skills, um, interpersonal skills. And as far as transferable skills, technical skills, critical thinking, are you able to multitask? You know, are you good at, you have any type of leadership qualities, any uh, creative qualities, hard skills? Are you proficient, for example, in a, in a foreign language? Um, your, your degree, your background, certifications, like those are things that are number one that are most important as to what any employer or what I would look for in a person. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. So that brought up a question that I didn't even think of because like, okay. Um, how do, how do you know? I mean, cause right now, you know, things have changed so much and everything is in the computer. So you look at those hard skills and those soft skills in their resume. Okay. 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 I think I'm getting it. Like George, I think I've got it. So. All right. So when a person goes on that computer and they put stuff in, they got to remember what you are saying right now. What you're looking for, those hard skills, those soft skills, those transferable skills. And if they don't have those, that stuff in that resume, it's just going to be pushed out to the side, especially if it's looking for a certain job. I got it. I got that. I can say right, it. Right. You, just, you got it. You certainly got it. You most definitely want to make sure that, you know, whatever job that you are applying for, you know, make sure that you meet, you know, certain criteria because, like I said, it's one thing, you know, to to get the, you know, to catch the eye of a recruiter or a manager or anyone else in HR. That, that, that's the first thing. The, the second part, which is giving the deal, is when you come in and you actually sell yourself because you have to sell yourself. No, we want to see what's on that resume. We want to see that come to life. Now, I will say some people do a good job in, in talking a good, a good game and telling you what you want to hear. But unless you are highly proficient in any of those um, qualities or those skill sets that those managers are looking for, once you get into that position and you're, you know, you're placed, you're placed out there to actually perform, and if you can't perform, you know, at, we have a problem. Okay. Because clearly, you know, you've sold yourself and you've said something completely opposite on your resume. So. Okay. All right. So I guess this kind of covers my question because my question is reinvent, you know, like people trying to reinvent themselves is just so hard sometimes for certain people. Can you give us like three or four, five, six steps that, or so just some steps that we should take when we're trying to reinvent ourselves. Definitely. So when you're in the process of reinventing yourself, I'm first off, I'm very big on journaling. So you have to have a plan. So the most important thing is to, you know, start writing out the things that you want to do. Um, do a pro and con, or sorry, create a, a pros and pros and cons section. 
um, list the things that, you know, that you're good at or things that you want to take on. Like for me, as an example, you know, I started doing a lot of project management at work. And at some point, you know, I'm going to go for a PMP, which is a project management certificate. There's just so many things out there. There's like things on the web. There's like free classes. Um, find your mentor. So if let's say you're a person that's in HR, but you're looking to maybe transfer into maybe something that's along the lines of public sector, you know, find you someone who has a tenure in whatever specific field that you want to go into and approach that person about being a mentor. So that's another thing when you're trying to reinvent yourself. Seek out mentorship. Um, take advantage of just every opportunity. Networking is very important as well. So you're looking to reinvent yourself. See if you can find different clubs or different socials, um, different uh community of network that's specific to what you're targeting so it's at the end of the day it's all about you know networking building those relationships you know making sure that you're seeking them out and just putting yourself in a position where you can you know surround yourself around people who share your same common goals and interests mm-hmm. so you have to kind of um you definitely have to push yourself okay do you think um reinventing a person trying to reinvent themselves can that also can can it also be a mental thing like can it can it mentally hold you back you you need to reinvent yourself but something is holding you back so could it mentally you know can it be a mental thing that you have to go through like hey i'm gonna do this you have to build up your your brain and say, and your confidence and everything to reinvent yourself. Do you feel that you need to do all that or, or can a, can you get a mental block or anything? You know, like some people mentally cannot move, but they need to move, but mentally they can't. So can it be hard for some people mentally to reinvent themselves? Yes. Okay. Yes, it most definitely can. So, what happens is sometimes we get in these positions where, you know, we go through self-doubt and, you know, we shut down. I'm very big on, you know, speaking positive things into existence. I really, I really feel in my heart of hearts if you are very, if you're very focused and if you're very committed to what it is that you're trying to do, speaking that into existence and, you know, you will end up seeing that come come to light. And it's really hard for some people because they may not have, you know, people that are encouraging them. They may not have, like, a team or someone that's really, like, pushing them to be the best that they most, they ultimately can be. So sometimes we do get ourselves into, in our head, where we're kind of, like, single-guessing or uh, double-guessing and just really putting ourselves into like a rut which can cause all types of anxiety but you have to realize you know that you can overcome those obstacles like don't be your own worst enemy where you're potentially hindering yourself from different opportunities I actually just had a conversation uh, with a manager um, at my at my job because I do a lot of uh, coaching as well with the managers and I told the manager I said hey you know 
get out of your head. I know it's easier said than done, but you have to you you have to allow yourself to speak positivity into mm-hmm. whatever it is that you're doing. Like you have to you have to, I said, because what'll happen is you will completely you will ultimately hinder yourself from any possible opportunity. So mm. yeah, mm. you do. We go through. You can get in your head, and you really can potentially, you know, jeopardize things that that are on the horizon. So try not to do that. You know, kind of do a self inventory check. If you may need to move some people around that are not good for you, you know what I mean. You may need to change the energy around you. Mm-hmm. Some you really have to go into your prayer room if if, if you're a praying person. You have to, you know, find a lane and what works for you. Wow. See, that's where that psychology come in. You see how that work right there? So that's why that's your your psychology works with you all the time. So in that, let's talk about business. What is what is your business? The name of your business and what's your business focus? What's you know, so you know, people can I know the business is to help others. So I know that right off the bat. So give us your information about your business. Okay. Well, my business is called Goals Unlimited. And um the focus of Goals Unlimited, I really wanted to really push for more career mentoring. And I use myself for for an example. Um, again, you know, having been blessed to work my way up the HR ladder, I've had some good mentors and I've had some not so good mentors. And I do know the effects of not having good mentorship um, because some people some people will mentor you just because it looks good and you're not getting anything from it. Meaning, you're not getting the self development. You know, you're not getting the person being able to strategically place you in in in, situ- in good situations that are beneficial for you. So, um, and because of having you know a lack of good mentorship, again, that can cause people to go into self doubt and hinder themselves from different you know from different opportunities. So, this focus for me was to really focus um, people on gaining good mentorship. And just getting people to really create an action plan for their career. I started out really wanting to focus primarily on women because mm-hmm. I feel like with men, they have a lot of opportunity mm-hmm. and they don't have to fight as much as women. So I really wanted to encourage those women. So if you're a mother that's um, slowly trying to reenter the workforce, you may have questions like, what does that look like? What should I do? Um, you may have a uh, a new college graduate that's still trying to figure some things out. You know, what do I do? Who do I look for? Like, what what's available for me? Um, you're a person that's in the position where you're, you know, you're maybe 15 years into a certain uh, career field. And you woke up one day and say, you know what? This is not working for me anymore. I've lost my passion. The fire is gone. The thrill is gone. What do I do next? Like, those are the women that I want to help. Wow, you just answered my next question was like, what was something you seen that was missing? And that's why you developed your business. So I see what you're saying is good mentorship, bad mentorship, and um, being able to help a person to just go through the steps to, to reach their goal. So then therefore, can you, what about this new normal that we're going to use, have to um, live 
we got a new normal. Are, are you going to develop steps in your business that can help women and men in this new normal? Yes, I actually am working on some things. I'm actually kind of trying to develop like a three-part series that I was working on. I actually um, was thinking it's called self-discovery during your career path or being the best you. Oh, And okay. I just wanted to, yeah, I um, wanted people to really understand. I wanted to create like a vision, like what does that look like going through an actual career path? Like what is the journey? Like, what is self-discovery? Like, what, what does those things look like? And that's something that I really wanted to focus on. Um, I, a couple of years ago, I, I said I um, went through, I, I made up this a, uh, this, uh, a, uh, this uh, coin phrase that I came up with, and I, and I called it uh, forced relaxation. Hmm. And I called it that because, again, there are, there are going to be times when, you know, you're going to go through situations that are not going to be the best. And what what I mean by that is, you know, you can be that person that's highly committed to your job. You come to work every day, you get your blood, sweat, and tears. And you put so much into it and you're not getting, you know, what you're putting, what you're putting into it. You're not getting your just due. You're not receiving, you know, the things that you want to receive back from it. So I feel like if you're in a situation that's not working for you and you're beating yourself like a dead horse, and, you know, again, I'm to you know, kind of go towards this for all my people who are um, Christians and believers. I feel like at a certain point, you know, God will pull you from it. And he's saying, hey, like, I've given you these steps. I told you that you're not listening, but I'm going to push you. And I can be a good person. 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 How do you figure it out? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this is where I want to come in and mm-hmm. help you figure out your best you and work through a self discovery spot during your career path. Okay. So, mm-hmm. I see. Okay, so if I was sitting in front of you right now, lost my job, I don't have a degree. Girl, I need your help. What do I need to do? Which way should I go? one more time the name of your business and how we can reach you definitely the name of my business is goals unlimited career mentoring program 
Um, you can reach me uh, currently uh, email at goalsunlimitedmi at gmail.com. And I am also on Instagram at goalsunlimitedmi. Mm. Thank you, Erica. Thank you so much for talking to us and giving us the information joining us and you have given you've given me a lot of information just for myself and I thank you for your help and and my listeners thank you for joining me and listeners I would like you to thank you for joining Erica and I as we sit and talk and I would like to say to you before I go is I want you to be safe please And I would like for you to move in love. Faith makes us stronger and love bonds us. Erica, thank you so much. I appreciate you. And listeners, I want you to be fabulous. And we shall come back again next week. And we are going to talk to Pastor Love Joy Johnson. So again, listeners, thank you so much. Goodbye. Cassie would like to thank you for listening in. And if you want to reach her, you can always hit her at Cassandra PT at gmail.com. Cassandra PT at gmail.com. And catch us for the next podcast. Enjoy. Cassie would like to thank you for listening in. And if you want to reach her, you can always hit her at Cassandra PT at gmail.com. Cassandra PT at gmail.com. And catch us for the next podcast. Enjoy.